The show that comes after the show is the post show. So how many weird podcast proposals have we gotten in the past, like, two or three weeks? <laughs> Dude, I, I haven't read <laughs> any of them. There's some app that wants... That sounds like 50 emails. Yeah. There's, like, somebody who... Something called Successful Podcast. Let's, let's review them right now, oh, shall God. we? <laughs> All let's, right. Let's review them. All right. So, uh, Igloo Radio is a... App just for independent show hosts to put their web program on Igloo Radio, a free listener app. Which has sent us about 16 emails. Right, yeah. Uh, there's um, Successful Podcast. Hi, I'm Jeff Steinman, co-founder of Successful Podcast. I see you are the host of Craft Beer Radio Podcast. <laughs> As a fellow podcaster, I know it can be complicated, frustrating, and time-consuming. I know you want to create a successful podcast that makes money, builds an audience, and spreads your message. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, lots of stuff for people who don't, you're just trolling podcasts and don't listen to. Hit my reply or call my cell at 314-265-0015. We should call him and be like, yeah, hey, this is uh, Craft Beer Radio. Who? What? Let's pipe him in. <laughs> hey, Jeff, you're being recorded. Is that Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 11 o'clock eastern time let's do it <laughs> see if he's really interested <laughs> there's something what kind of what kind of website or marketing is successfulpodcast.com I have no idea but well, my guess is it's somebody is trying to yeah, there's more igloo stuff it's somebody who's trying to kind of um, be like an invent, you know, you know how they, there's those sites for inventors. <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, oh, okay. Get your invention stuff. Editing editing a podcast is complicated and time consuming. The technology changes fast and is hard to keep up with. Not knowing all the do's and don'ts of podcasting, spending as much time doing things as you you don't care about instead of building your business. It is a lot of work creating the great creating the great content. The fun part is only a small part of it. I've been doing this for nine fucking years. Do you think I don't know this? Jeff from Successful Podcast. There's uh, We can the, listen to his podcast. There's the guy, <laughs> Successful Podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's pull it up. Let's play like... Uh, well, oh, and I want to talk about the James Wood interview request for the Anarchist Manifesto. <laughs> oh, we talked about him already. <laughs> Did we? Uh... Dear Podbean.com user, <laughs> are we a Podbean.com user? I probably signed up for that back in the uh, the heady days of Crafty Radio expansion. I'm a Minuteman who raised $2.5 million for the border fence project to build fencing and place cameras on the U.S. How's Mexican that fence border. going for you? And a physicist who developed surgically implantable antenna patents for remote telemetry of homing devices with vital sign data, along with solar-powered hidden cameras designed to support the Minuteman project. I now have a book called The Anarchist Manifesto about the inevitable collapse of government and the political, religious, science, social science, and business implications. Okay. (laughs) But he wants to pay us to be on the show. He. Uh, uh, it gets even better. The Anarchist Manifesto has a chapter that talks about the easy event. This is the second paragraph. 
The Anarchist Manifesto has a chapter that talks about the easy ability for individuals to avoid paying taxes because of money moving on the internet. Foreign merchant account providers, overseas trust funds, tax-exempt foundations, and other ideas, along with my invention, tax audit insurance. He's selling... He's selling uh, what's what, it's, it's selling eternal earthbound pets, and uh, he's willing to pay for interviews up to a hundred dollars for half an hour, which would show with audience of a hundred thousand dollars or more approximate listeners. Yeah, not gonna happen, buddy. Uh, feel free to call me between nine a.m. and nine p.m. PST. Oh, <laughs> he might be interested in calling. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? James Spencer was just got a new iPhone. He was sending old pictures. Here's a picture from the Homebrewers Conference of 2008. That's Allison. Ah. You look kind of devilish. And... <laughs> that was it. Uh... What's the name of the brewery? Uh... Well, before we get into anything else, let's do Amazon Anonymous. Amazon. We need a theme song for Amazon Anonymous. Um, okay, I got one. Okay. Ghostbusters? No. Uh, damn, what's the... <laughs> we had some good stuff over the last two weeks. Um, I do like that someone bought a 12 pack of Trojan Magnum thin lubricated condoms. <laughs> I might have to read the reviews on those. Gets four and a half stars, 63 customer reviews. We buy these condoms and they don't leave my wife hurting when done. <laughs> Where other condoms do. Pros. Made by Trojan, a name you can trust. Fits perfectly for me. Above average, but not huge. I actually feel like I'm having sex and I'm able to climax with this condom. <laughs> I have never had this condom break on me. Never had the condom slip off. No burning after sensation for me or the wife. It's a little wider at pe base, but the bottom of pe condom doesn't have stress marks. Cons. Though thin, still a con that doesn't feel quite feel as good as the real thing. Oh no, no, nothing. Oh no, that's the thing. Cursor's in the way. In short, I highly recommend this for everyone. My wife likes them also. And this is the only condom she likes. <laughs> I don't have any words. Okay, so I have three picks. Three uh, I mean, picks. That, okay, I could pick a couple more. Sure. Well, I just... I have three things to talk about. Okay. Okay, so first of all, whoever bought the Big Bang Theory Season 7, fuck you. <laughs> 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 Uh, 
<laughs> Thank you. I'm just kidding, but seriously. Fuck you. <laughs> no, really. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got great giggly. My number two. I have to talk about the Ghostbusters inflatable Stay Puft Marshmallow Man costume. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Whoever bought that, you're awesome. <laughs> if you bought the Big Bang Theory and the tape, I forgive you. <laughs> forgive me. It balances out. Okay, so an inflatable costume, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Brilliant. Brilliant. Includes battery operated fan. And the final is uh, somebody bought a couple books from the Folger Shakespeare Library. The reason why I find this interesting is um, Folger is in Washington D.C. They do um, it's a, it's a playhouse that does Shakespeare plays and also a library. I saw one of the best uh, versions of Othello I've ever seen was Avery Brooks and um, uh. Who's the guy who's on Homicide and on Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Andre Brower played Iago and uh, Othello. That was that was awesome, awesome, amazing show. And I was like, you know, I was a teenager, I was a jaded teenager, mm-hmm. and I recognized it was amazing when right. I saw it. So really, really cool. Folger, check it out. Cool, cool, cool. Let's see. Since you picked three, I'm going to look through here and pick another one. Hmm. Lots of great stuff. I was going to say, if the soundbite was still going, I'd make the... uh... (laughs) You're going to love this one. Somebody thought this song was a good idea. <laughs> Rick James in this one. They, oh, nah. Yeah, sure. Someone bought the Haynes Build Your Own Internal Combustion Engine. It is a model of an internal combustion engine. My first skeptical question, does it really combust anything? Let's see. So it shows a plastic engine manifold with a fan on the front. And the, you can see it's translucent. You can see the pistons and the, the valves and the, the stiffity stuffs. And, uh... I guess that's, I mean, a good way to teach somebody about... Yeah, sure. Yeah. But so does a YouTube animation. Wants to party uh, I reviewed a number of other brands and was not as happy with the reviews. The reviews of the UK site. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Never mind. Does it really. Does it run? It doesn't run. It can't run. I'm trying to look for where this is. Is this under. It's a warning choking hazard. Small parts, not for children under three years. Instead of toys and games? Oh, yeah. yeah. Alright. For the budding mechanic, learn to construct a fully working model of a car engine with ignition sounds and light up spark plugs. This fun and challenging model is endorsed by 
Hayes, the world's number one publisher of car repair manuals. So it doesn't actually do any internal combustion. It just simulates internal combustion. Kit contains all the tools you need. With probably and over 100 motor. detailed and precise parts. Includes electric motor and instructor. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, it just... Why is it called build your own internal combustion engine if it's not combusting anything internally? <laughs> because it was, it really should be build your own internal combustion engine model. Right. But it doesn't. <laughs> but, it, I mean, if you're really interested in engineering, I can they, see it. I should have read some more condom reviews of what I should have done. <laughs> That's what I should have done. That's where I went wrong here. And now it's too late. It's never too late to read more condom reviews. Okay. If you're opening that door, I'll read uh, more condom I, reviews. <laughs> I guess I did. You I, did open the door. Your girl wants to party all the time. All right. So here we go. One star. Too stretchy. Design failure. I usually wear Magnum XLs. They fit great, work great. However, with this product, the reservoir tip gets pulled down and stretched over the head of my... Okay, so he says P-E-N exclamation dollar sign. I guess you can't type penis on on Amazon. During intercourse. Cock. I mean when that happens, the head gets squished and I can't feel anything. The thicker, stronger latex in the regular Magnum XLs is much better for this reason. And feels better than these. The thin latex in these is too stretchy or weak. Go for gold! This guy makes it so much easier on my wallet to stay protected. Fast shipping, great product. Fast shipping. <laughs> I always like it to be fast and over quickly. Alright, um, I want to bring up... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I want to bring up the... My, my, my. <laughs> the Ig Nobel Prizes were just announced today. Okay. Um, let's dig into this. So the Ig you know Nobel... Let's, let's pause and pee-pee and then okay. do Ig Nobels. Okay, we're back. Ig Nobel Prizes. One eh? thing, I, uh, before we jump into that, I wanted to show you this. You inspired me. A charger? Yeah. Yeah, I got one of those. Um, yeah, you inspired oh, me. Oh, did I show it to you? Oh, okay. It was like 15 bucks. I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, they're, they're definitely pretty handy. Yeah, they're useful. They come in handy. I mean, I didn't, I haven't used it myself, but a friend of mine had a. Okay. His phone was almost dead. I said, "Here." Mm-hmm. All right. So, Ig Nobel Prizes for those who don't know the uh, Society for Improbable Research creates these uh, that are about science that makes you laugh and then think. Is it there? Is there a slogan? So it's it, it's funny, but it's also in some way. They seem like silly experiments or research at first, but they actually have some merit, right? They yeah. actually yeah. Oops, have sorry. they actually have you know a value that might not be apparent at first. If if the value is nothing other than just you know learning something more about the world. Mm-hmm. So the physics prize went to Japan for the study frictional coefficient under banana skin. <laughs> Which is measuring the amount of friction between a shoe and a banana skin, between a banana skin on the floor, and when a person steps on a banana skin that's on the floor. 
Where's the oh the winners? Okay, there you go. Excuse me. The the neuroscience prize. Seeing Jesus in toast, neural and behavioral correlates of face uh, pareidolia. So this is for trying to understand what happens in the brains of people who see the face of Jesus in a piece of toast. Pareidolia comes from Greek pareidolia. Par, I think it's pareidolia, but anyway, uh, idolia meaning idolons meaning form, and uh, par meaning like fake form. I think something like that. Psychology Prize. Creatures of the Night, Chronotypes and the Dark Triad Traits. For massive evidence that people who habitually stay up late are, on average, more self-admiring, more manipulative, and more psychopathic than people who habitually arise early in the morning. (laughs) It's just because we have more stuff on our minds. (laughs) (laughs) The Public Health Prize. It's, uh, let's see... Czech Republic, Japan, USA, and India. And that was a decreased level of psych... Uh, okay, so changes Psychobiological in- factor novelty <coughs> seeking the lower intelligence in men. Why not pick the one that's like... Decreased level of psychobiological factor novelty seeking and lower intelligence in men latently infected with the protozoan parasite Toxoplasma gondii dopamine. A missing link between schizophrenia and toxoplasmosis? Question mark. And there's also changes in personality profile of young women with latent toxoplasmosis and describing the relationship between cat bites and human depression using data from an electronic health record. This sort of relates to a parasite, mm-hmm. you know, the story that's been going around mm-hmm. about the, taxo- the toxoplasmosis mm-hmm. A parasite. Um, so they, they investigate whether it's mentally hazardous for a human being to own a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is, yeah, kind of. But um, there's lots of mentally problematic things like staying up late. Biology prize. Dogs are sensitive to small variations in the Earth's magnetic field. Because they documented that when dogs defecate and urinate, they prefer to align their body axis with Earth's north-south geomagnetic field lines. That's awesome. And true, apparently, right? Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say you might need more study. I mean, you know, let you see what the sample size mm-hmm. is in the paper right, and all right. the other stuff, what, you know, the statistics are, but um, there's something to it. Is, the, is it just a weird correlation thing? Who knows? The art prize... <laughs> aesthetic value of paintings affects pain thresholds for measuring the relative pain people suffer when looking at an ugly painting rather than a pretty painting while being shot in the hand by a powerful laser beam <laughs> pew, 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 pew. economics prize European system of national and regional accounts for proudly taking the lead in fulfilling the European Union mandate for each country to increase the official size of its national economy by including revenues from prostitution, legal drug sales, smuggling, and all other unlawful financial transactions between willing participants. <laughs> the medicine prize is nasal packing with stripe with strips of cured pork as treatment for uncontrollable ex- <laughs> epit- epistaxis in a patient with glansman from Pasadena. <laughs> So what, it's using bacon for what? <laughs> so, okay, uncontrollable exit, uncontrollable epitaxis. epitaxis in a patient with Glansman thrombastin, thrombastinia. That means bloody nose. 
That's what that means. So <laughs> they're using nasal packing with strips of cured pork to treat nosebleeds. And you thought it was only good for eating. Arctic Science Prize responds to behaviors of Svalbard reindeer towards humans and humans disguised as polar bears on it. That, I can't pronounce that. That even has a O with a line through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for testing how reindeer react to seeing humans who are disguised as polar bears. <laughs> God. <coughs> Nutrition Prize. Their study titled Characterization of Lactic Acid Bacteria Isolated from Infant Feces as Potential Probiotic Starter Cultures for Fermented Sausages. (laughs) 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 They don't even have to really explain. (laughs) What? Um, well, you know, lactic acid from baby shit is good for making sausages. Maybe it's good for making beer too. I, yeah, I mean, there there was news in the past. I don't know, a couple of years about fecal transplants, where people have been getting feces from other people, basically put in their stomach because it has better bacteria. Uh-huh. So, and everyone's like, ah, it's gross. But it's like, well, I mean, your body is full of all types of bacteria. A little a little bit of extra shit isn't going to hurt. Right. I mean, you're, you're covered with the stuff. We're, we're, we're floating in a, in a sea, a miasma of living shit all around us. So, it's, <laughs> it's normally best we don't think about it. But it, when you do, remember that the, the earth, the, the air is a fluid like water. And it's filled with stuff. And a lot of that stuff's alive. And a lot of that stuff is shit. Yes, a lot of that stuff is... Everything that's alive shits, right? Mm-hmm. Beer, the beer shit... The yeast makes beer. that It shits out alcohol and carbon dioxide and some other flavor compounds. And we drink it up and we're like, yeah, bring it on. Okay, so tell me about Utopia, Jeff. Utopia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Utopia. Have you watched it at all? No. Not at all. I, I don't have... I, I'm a cable cutter. I don't have cable. You can download that shit. Yeah, why would I want to download Utopia? You can download that shit. Utopia. Fox. I haven't watched Fargo yet, and you want me to watch Utopia? Maybe we should watch Utopia tonight. <laughs> it's a little late. Ah, oh, damn it. <coughs> So Fox did this reality show where there's is doing is doing it's where still there's going no rules. There are rules. Well, somebody got kicked out, right? He left. Okay, whatever. <laughs> he left. I thought somebody got kicked out for bringing a cell phone or something. Well, that was before the show even started. They didn't even make the air. Okay. That's why they started with fourteen instead of fifteen, and they got to choose their fifteenth because. They didn't work it into the plot of the television. So, show. what's the premise of Utopia? Um, do whatever you want for a year. <laughs> okay. Build, build society. Build government. Build. Sounds like all the great stuff that I love to watch in dystopian right. movies and shows, right. right? Right. But of course, 
they cast the most incompatible assholes on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. But when you build a society, you normally want to have some kind of connection to each other besides just you speak the same language, which is apparently all they have. Right? That is all that. Well, they're, they're all the same species as well. Okay. That'd be, oh, actually, that'd be a better show if they didn't even speak the same language. Yeah. Hell, Lost, right? I mean, <laughs> from Lost, right? Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so I was telling Greg, I'm like, if they didn't have the 24-hour-a-day live streams, I would swear that this is one of those mockumentary fake reality shows like um, South Beach Repo or, or restaurants. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's The Food Network has a fake show. The Food Network has that restaurant undercover thing. Is it fake? I, I don't. It even, is fake. I'm not, I'm not it even. is fake. It, it's painfully fake, the way it develops and everything. Um, yeah. So the Food Network. Well, has... I mean, MTV really started that, right? When they because they had their like road rules and and mm-hmm. real world, and then what they did is they they made sort of storyline reality. They started with like Laguna Beach, right? Where they they took these attractive people and then made up sort of stories for them to to then quote-unquote improvise with each other <laughs> and of course they were not very good improvisers uh and they mixed that in with some of what they actually did but they were all spoiled rich assholes anyway and mm-hmm. just and that started a trend of these real housewives type things where they manufacture drama but like spike or true true tv right mm-hmm. they have a whole series of these fake Storage locker shows and repo shows, right. and they're all scripted. And Heather used to watch them, and I'm like, "This is fake. Look, this is insane." Every show has the same formula. It all gets escalated to the absurd point, and all this stuff. She's like, "No, no, it's real. It's a reality show." I'm like, "No, it's fake." And I showed her some evidence online, and she bought it. And then, like a, she, you know, like a couple nights, um, she leaves the TV on when she falls asleep upstairs. So I go upstairs. And the TV's on, and Food Network is on, and there's this restaurant undercover thing. And it's it's one of those restaurant, like Hell's Kitchen restaurant improvement right, type right. shows, but it just doesn't feel quite right, right? The and it, and it's all fake, like it's like too good to be true. It's like too fucked up, you know. And you look online, and yeah, it's all fake. And watching Utopia is like the. The redneck with no teeth and the ex-con, their fuses are so short and they're, they have limited food, limited resources, and they're just like wasting it. It's like, and there's the, the hippie prepper, there's this, there's this survivalist prepper, 45 year old hot chick, you know, but she's like, not so. Like a Sarah Palin type, is that? Yeah, but she's like, she's like, she's vegetarian not so as well. Okay. And, like, she's talking to herself and giving herself hugs and giving her prep pep talks, you know, all by herself. You know, it's like, this shit has to be scripted. Apparently it's not. I mean, if you do a nationwide search for people and you try to find the most fucked up people you can, you probably can find some pretty screwed up people. And then you put cameras on them for 24 hours a day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Some shit's gonna happen. Uh, so I mean, I, who's hooked up? Anybody? Did yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There's this dude from from North Carolina. 
and he's, he's screwing some animal lover chick. And you know, there's cameras everywhere, yeah. so they like trying to find a place to fuck. And they went up in the hayloft, and the cameras were there, but they still like for the network broadcast. They cut away, but you could hear the uhs, and they, you could tell they were fucking. Uh-huh. And then I. I looked a little bit online and there's a website for like utopia fanatics type thing where they like take screen caps of the online feeds and like they showed another one where they were fucking beside the barn where you couldn't see them and stuff like that. <laughs> because he, you know, they have to wear, I guess, you know, contractually they have to wear their mics all the time. So you get perfect uh, porn audio. You just don't get <laughs> it's like the, the spice channel. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all scrambled, but you hear the porn. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, it's crazy, I'm, right? I'm surprised. Well, I guess no. I'm, there was a couple. I'm things. not so surprised, but I'm su- they didn't cast anybody gay, so there wouldn't. There's yeah. There's no gay person. You know, you'd expect them to be like this flamboyant black gay guy, right? right. You know, that would cover a bunch of bases right, right. there. And no gay person, which is interesting. Um, they really have cast a lot of religious versus atheism. Sure. They've cast a bunch of class disparity. You got a bunch of people that want to, you know, a bunch of people that shop at Whole Foods versus a couple guys that are, you know, that eat pork rinds. You know, so there's a lot of that. Um, Trying to think what else there is. You know, so like they didn't have electricity in the barn, right? Okay, <laughs> but there was, but there was an electric box out by the gate. So they had the, but they have a phone, right? But the phone wasn't charged. It was a, it was a cordless phone. Okay, it's like a challenge or something. Well, the cord was that. It was kind of that. Like you had to get electricity to the barn before you could charge the phone before you could make calls to order more food because they got like they got like three thousand dollars and then they got to make money. They got a three thousand dollar bankroll. I think it was three grand, maybe five grand. Uh-huh. And that's to sustain them. But, you know, to last for a year and to get the food they need and stuff, they need to have an income. So they need to find a way to make money and trade <laughs> I, with the ex- with the outside world. I want to kill whoever came with this day because how much money are they making for Fox? <laughs> and But no, they have to make their own money. Oh, and they're not allowed to run a Kickstarter. Like they can't get donations mm-hmm. because of their TV fame. You have to make money legitimately. Can they for... run Indiegogo? <laughs> no, they they have to they have to make money for services. You know, they're not just because of their fame, right? Right. But they can charge a premium because of their fame. Like they were charging, like like they ran this. Yeah, <laughs> I saw this on the uh, the Fanatic website. They one of their ideas. I'm not sure if it's aired yet, or maybe it aired the other day. I haven't seen the most recent show, but they thought you know like the one. Oh, the the one, the doctor from New York, you know, she's a yoga person, but she's also studying tantric sex, of course, right? So she's on the show. Um, but they decided to have a yoga thing, right? So they opened the gates to have people come in from Southern California. So they're allowing people in that kind of cuts the whole biodome aspect out of it completely, It does, right? yeah. And you can trade with the outside. You can, they bought, they bought a refrigerator and toilet. And, this is not well thought out. No. It's kind of just, yeah, it's... It kind of just take a, a, a bunch of people, separate them out partially from society, give them little tasks and shit, make make a little kind of a, a cult, but a cult where nobody 
yeah. nobody likes each other and force them to be yeah so they they needed to get electricity to the barn so they could charge their phones so they could start trading with the outside world right and instead of like they had to dig a trench and bury the electrical conduit right okay it's not like there's cars in utopia run the electrical conduit along the ground get electricity the first day mm-hmm bury the conduit if you get bored <laughs> yeah. right like what the fuck why are they digging this trench for five days um i bet it has to do with like some sort of california right because they have to uh, they have to buy by california regulations don't they not yeah i'm pretty sure i read that they probably have to buy by many of them but uh i mean they're they're fishing out of the lake without a fishing license they're, they killed a red killed a deer without a hunting license. If that's land that you own, is it different? Not in Pennsylvania, it's not. It's California we're talking about, not Pennsylvania. Yeah, so I don't know. I did. So yeah, there's certain laws you have to. Or maybe they by. all did get a hunting license beforehand. Maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, the one dude is a contractor, right? If they voted the contractor off, which they almost did the first day. Oh, you vote people off too? Well, you can choose. Like, this guy was like sexual, like, rapist predator when he got drunk. He turned into a real... That's another reason I thought it was scripted. Because dude got blackout drunk. And was acting like a total douchebag. But, like, this... An actor playing old blackout drunk douchebag, Mm -hmm. you know? That's how he was playing it. And the next day, they decided whether they wanted to vote him out for their safety or not, right? Because you can you can expel people from Utopia. It's not a mandatory yeah. vote, I think, but you can expel bad people from Utopia. And uh, but he was the contractor. So if if there's California law, I'm sure there's a law that you have to have a licensed contractor to build stuff, right? If they voted him out, would they be able to build anything? You know, so that's a good point. That's um, that does remind me that something I read where. Maybe it was a tweet or something, but somebody described the show as like the Joe Schmo show, but without a mark. Mm-hmm. I think I told you that, <laughs> yeah. didn't I? Didn't I say it that? It might have been you, yeah. <laughs> so that's... That's what I said. I, yeah. It seems like it's the Joe Schmo show without a Schmo. Yeah. That, that's what I said to you. It's uh, The people are just so nutso that they're they're falling into the roles that they would be scripted to play. So how much do you think of that is... A lot of that is editing. They have cameras Mm -hmm. everywhere, and so they can edit a story together out of whatever. But how much do you think that is producers and whatever telling people to play it up for the camera? Producers shouldn't be telling them anything in this whole theory. But there's (laughs) so on that website they're talking about like like people watch the live stream. There's there's a smoking area, and if you have a discussion. In the smoking area, that's usable. You may have to reenact it for the cameras because they don't want to show people smoking on TV, right? But they want you know if you discuss something that's storyline worthy, you may have to reenact it. You know that <laughs> kind of goofy shit. It's it's and then that, that, you, that's, you that's that. what they did with like Laguna Beach is is and I think they they probably did that with the real world and stuff like that is when. They had things they didn't quite catch. They would mm-hmm. then have the people redo them. It 
the show should have a confessional. I think the confessional could help tie a lot of stuff together. Um, doesn't have a confessional. Should. And then you read that AV. Well, you sent me the AV club thing, so I assume you read the whole thing. Read that article? Um, I don't know if I read the whole thing. Cause I, I just, but when like, they were talking about this the... This is about na- Utopia. I know Jeff is interested. When they were talking about the narrator? There's a narrator. Okay, so no, I didn't read it. Oh, there's a narrator. There's a host slash narrator. <laughs> let me find let me find that story uh the av club for you um they really um drove home okay so series premiere part one av club from utopia i think this is the link you sent me Uh, where is it? I don't see that. Utopia, Utopia. Okay, the narrator, dressed like a const- a contestant on a pickup artist show, even needles the idea of a whole kangaroo court. Let's go back. The narrator asks, dressed like a skinny Jean Shalit, uh, but... Shallot, Jean Shallot. Jean Shallot, but, but that question is never even addressed. The narrator dressed like a contestant. Oh, wait, wait, what are you talking? Where no, is this? I'm just searching for narrator in here. But they go. They keep going back to this goofy ass narrator. He has a hipster handlebar mustache, wire or these these round glasses, fedora, uh-huh. and he's just douchebag. And I mean, just his look, the things he says about the contestants, the way he narrates things. Um, at the very end of the AV Club review, they they take. Like you gotta read the whole thing. They keep coming back and mentioning the narrator, and it's it's just like yes, it's so true. Because above all, the most and most dangerously, Utopia is boring. The cast are caricatures and stereotypes, limiting any meaningful narrative growth. Not that the show gives the structure or space for narratives of any part. That's left a hodgepodge of outbursts and blanket statements that never receive attention, much less resolution. The promise here was a freeform show filled with interesting people that continue to reveal themselves in how they choose to create society. Instead, we're given randomly, we're giving random insanity that can't even be considered anarchy. At least anarchy would be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I like the whole, this, this straight Is it possible this entire thing's a Nathan for you episode about reality shows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone watch Nathan for you. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, whew, that's a good show. <laughs> the one where he was... Uh, th- that's embracing fakeness. and mm-hmm. The one where he had the... Uh, oh, what's it called? The, the, he had this group of the people sitting in the back of the truck telling him how to be more likable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then you did all those sort of hosty things that people do because uh, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, look at the camera, smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Utopia is going to be a guilty pleasure of mine, I think, for a little bit, but oh, it's, it's so bad. Well, I mean, how long did you watch Survivor? How many seasons did you go through of that show? I think I lasted four. I'll be still tuning in on occasion. I don't pay heavy attention to it, but that was—I mean, it was like formula, 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 formula. 
<laughs> and it just got to be oof. couldn't take it. Yeah. What do you think about you too? Get it off my fucking iTunes. Actually, that I don't care much about the iTunes thing. I, I don't, don't care. About I you. don't use iTunes. What I about fucking you too? The thing is, I saw a thing on Mac Rumors today. Apple and U2 are collaborating to create a new audio format to increase record sales. <laughs> because audio digital formats are easily... Well, they, they, they should be there to increase sales. That's, that's what they're there for, right? To increase sales. What? You know, let's make something better than MP3 so we can sell more shit. Or how about let's make something more controlled than MP3 so we can sell more shit. Well, I mean, better than MP3 is certainly possible, right? You can if, if you can do something like FLAC but make it smaller files, or mm-hmm. you know, FLAC isn't as big as it used to be. You know, compared to you know, I mean, it used to be the twenty gig or twenty megabytes was a huge file, and now it's not really a big file. So, you know, making a sort of MP3 <clears throat> that was uh, so compressed but but lossless would be good mm-hmm. but at the you know they're creating this new digital format at the sole reason not to make the audio better but to increase sales and how are they going to increase sales let me find it what what, what is the what is the mechanism by which this new audio format will be adopted and therefore increase sales Apple working with U2 on new music format to boost digital music sales. Apple and U2 have a long history of working together, producing a special edition U2 iPod in 2008, and more recently releasing the band's latest album, Songs of Innocence, for free. According to Time, Apple and U2 are reportedly now collaborating on a new music format that will boost digital music sales. Details of the music format are... Or the details on the music format or the secret project surrounding it are not revealed, but YouTube's Bono says it will help musicians sell more of their music. Bono tells Time he hopes that the new digital music format in the works will prove to be irresistibly exciting to music fans that will tempt them again into buying music, whole albums as well as individual tracks. The point isn't just to help you too, but less well-known artists and others in the industry who can't make money as you two does. I mean, all for the idea. If if you can provide, you know, sort of like a band camp or something like that, where you provide a, a way for people to preview music and then buy it for small amounts of money, um, that seems entirely reasonable, and 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 paying people in relatively small amounts, but you get a large number of people to pay them in relatively small amounts, and you're essentially you're creating wealth that way. That's a nothing wrong with that. So the question is, how? Yeah, I mean, without giving any details away, just saying we're making a new music format doesn't mean because it would. Have oh, to, I'm excited! There's a new music it, format. I mean, a new music format. Yeah, I mean, from history, it just seems like, all right, all you're doing is making, you know, a, a new <laughs> unpiratable or trying to make a new unpiratable music. New DRM, right? Yeah, but yeah. but that's not going to work. We know that. But p- producing a different way of distributing music, let me say, what, what if you did sort of a Pandora thing, but 
then you could also download tracks for uh, you know 35 40 cents if you really liked them and you could just put them on a special playlist without having to to do commercials or or, or i don't know <laughs> I don't know. Here's the here's the AV club on this. Okay, U two is a secret plan to save the music industry. Musical superheroes U two no longer contend to merely save people from not having a free copy of their new album and then save them again from the album itself. Now the plan to bring their sunglasses clad brand of salvation to the entire music industry. In an interview for the print edition of Time, as quoted in Rolling Stone, U2 frontman Bono, a famous champion of charities, human rights, and people named Bono, revealed that the group is working with his partners at Apple on an audiovisual interactive format for music that can't be pirated and will bring back album artwork in the most powerful way. That kind of sounds like U2 and Apple are starting a business making ornate clockwork music boxes, but probably just means they're making an iPad app for people to fit around with on the train for a few minutes before going back to listening to music like a normal person. <laughs> and since nothing deters digital pirates like telling them that something can't be pirated, the music industry can now breathe a sigh of relief, sit back, and stop worrying, save for the knowledge that U2 is somewhere out there working to save us all. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, yes. So the new U2 album is out in this new unpiratable format. What am I going to do? <laughs> Guess what? It's on the news groups right away. Download the MP3. Because <laughs> yeah. the MP3 sounds good enough to me. Yeah. Mm. But I won't get the album artwork. I'm not a U2 fan anyway, so... Well, not a music fan, really, so... Don't, don't really care. Uh... You too. Good for you too and Apple. We should go down to the Apple, go to Ross Park Mall and see tonight and see if there's lines for the Apple store and interview the people. Oh, I'm sure there would be. Interview <laughs> for what? <laughs> hey, we're from Craft Beer Radio. Tell us about your Apple phone purchase. Are you excited for the new iPhone 6? Is it going to change your life? Do you have a boner right now? <sighs> when this came a day early, this is supposed to come tomorrow. This came a day early. I don't know if I could have been more hard. I was like, mm, like a fucking diamond. <laughs> well, you know, you know, they had to come a day early, so they had to free up that UPS truck for all the iPhones that are coming tomorrow. <laughs> it's possible. So they rushed your shit. Yeah, I mean, this came from, I assume, the same place the iPhones are coming from, from Shanghai. So, who knows? When I, I actually, it's funny, because it, it was originally going to have... It, go on Monday and I was like hey, you know what I'll I'll pay the extra 14 bucks for it to come earlier what the hell so I'm already paying $1,200 for it or actually because I had the gift certificates went down to about a little under a thousand I said it's like 14 bucks whatever um, and I so I called them and and, uh, and the woman changed it for me without charging me so, mm-hmm. okay but she was like wow you're getting a really nice computer <laughs> I was like yeah no <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Um, At least the Apple lady approves that you buy the right Apple. What else? Anything else? Uh, yeah. I started watching um, Falling Skies. Falling Skies? Isn't that like some sort of weird sci-fi... Alien, take over the world type thing. Just yeah. watch Farscape. Farscape? Okay. Yeah. All right. Farscape's really good. The first season's a little iffy. It gets really good near the end of the first season, and then it just 
takes off like a rocket. So, you know, I, I saw Falling Skies when it first came out, never got into it really. Um, but now they're in, you know, they finished their fourth season. I figured, you know, hey, it's got some staying power. Maybe it's good. So I started watching a couple episodes of it. Greg is also with me on Farscape. He loves it, too. Okay. Two suggestions from two people. Two Gregs. Two Gregs. All right. Listen. Listen to us. Okay. We know what we're talking about. All right. If you watch Fargo. Oh, I, I, it's, it's on my phone. I plan on it. Been watching Bojack Horseman. I don't know. There's other stuff to watch. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, that, that's about enough for you know. No, no super fun things. Maybe next week we'll do some sort of. Uh, I want to do something kind of like with a crystal thing again, where we where we, ta- we tear oh, apart. If we could find without forcing, yeah, that'd be great. But I don't know what would come along without sounding forced. Well, the, like the music thing was was not forced; it just was something that we just sort of embraced. Yeah, and that that I think sung through. Uh, and when the crystal, we could have embraced the Magnum condoms and really gone off on that. I don't. I wasn't as into that. I mean, it, just, it was sort of like because it's kind of one note. I and like and you know, like we were saying when we were taking our pee break, it it sort of seems like just a scam. Mm-hmm. Like they're just putting magnum on there and maybe, you know, slightly increasing the size just a tiny bit. I don't think the size is any bigger. I think the price is twenty percent. I I think that there has to be some sort of visual thing that they can put one against the other and say, Look, it's bigger, maybe they're stretching it out more when they, you know, pack and pack <laughs> it or something. But uh No, I, I bet they could just, you know I mean that, but that's there's what, no there's no incentive to making a condom that's too big for a person, right? Right? right. Because if someone buys a magnum and it slips off, it's just going to hurt their feelings, right? So you but want you there, want everyone who yeah. buys a magnum, you want it to fit everyone who buys a magnum. You want them to think that they're huge. There's no reason to make a magnum too big. So it's all it's all a placebo. <laughs> exactly. I would like to see. I would like to confirm this via experiment. Well, right. We should buy some condoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't send us any beer anymore. Send us condoms so we can just do all that. the condoms you can yeah, find. The condom show. We'll the glow in the dark yeah. ones. The cherry flavored ones. The by episode four hundred, I assume the show won't just be about sex anyway. So. <laughs> My special guest, Dr. Ruth Westheimer. <laughs> yeah. Wow, she's still alive and, and, and... She is! And Joan Rivers isn't. She's still alive? I saw a tweet from her the other day. Yeah. Someone retweeted something she had said. And I'm like, oh, Dr. Ruth is tweeting. Great. I'm sad that Joan Rivers died because she's you know an icon and all that other stuff. But I bet that if Joan Rivers had a choice she'd probably want to die doing some sort of plastic surgery botched plastic surgery operation <laughs> i think she'd enjoy that uh yeah and and they're like all the all the comedians on twitter were doing you know a sort of roast of her mm-hmm. and because they knew that of anybody she would be the most appreciative of you know being jokes cast upon her on this sort of situation so that, that and that's why everybody loved her, right? Yeah, so it was cool to have the celebrity Diana be sad, but also there being not just uh, everyone's unhappy for a couple of days, right? Like when Robin Williams died, right? Right. 
Yeah, no one did a, a Twitter roast of, of Robin Williams. Even though that probably would have been... Well, he committed suicide, so it's a little bit... Yeah. It's just, it leaves a different taste in your mouth when you think about it. Even though... I understand. I mean, I kind of understand it. He 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 was depressed guy, and then he found out that he's getting Parkinson's too. <laughs> like, come on, mm-hmm. come on, universe. Yeah, I mean, speaking of you know news, I am really sick of all the news about every sports celebrity beating somebody. <laughs> the NFL has violent people in it. Surprise! Never would have guessed. This is a, this this is a sport where it's encouraged people to hit each other as hard as they can and get concussions and run back on the field. But the incessant coverage is what drives me insane. Well, when you have three plus twenty four hour news networks, mm-hmm. and they have nothing else to cover because there's certainly nothing else important going on in the world. No, nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. No, nothing. N- not the history of the free world or you know, future of the free world or anything like that. That's why I got handed John Oliver. He's at least covering news stories that are a little bit outside of what is covered in you know U.S. stuff. No, I look forward to watching your show yeah. every week. It's, uh, it's, it's good stuff for sure. Yes, this week tonight. Or last week tonight. Whatever. It's late. It's uh, it's midnight. You got work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, get handsy with these erotic poems constructed from iPhone 6 reviews. <laughs> Let's start with the facts, giving the people what they want. I have really big hands. It compensates for the awkwardly protruding. I have really big hands. It helps obscure the unsightly. I have really big hands. Not terribly exciting or groundbreaking. <laughs> curious thing you know how like the camera sticks out or something yeah yeah. and like on apple's website all the profile pictures the cameras have the camera Mm -hmm. of the phones have the camera not protruding Mm -hmm. i mean they probably maybe took the pictures either they took pictures of models or they simply cut it out Mm -hmm. you know but uh yeah so it does have a protruding camera which is fine for most people who have any sense because they're gonna put a case around a thing anyway Mm -hmm. i never said people who put their phones without a case just because it's all scratched up Steve Jobs says you shouldn't use a case yeah where's he dead <laughs> where'd that get him exactly <laughs> <coughs> well it kind of did get him there right his whole opinion of you know let's not go to the let's ignore it let's not go to the doctor let's use no, it was his it was his insistence on not going to the doctor and, and doing eastern medicine mm-hmm stuff he said going to the doctor right away because his doctor could have helped him yeah almost certainly would have just like a case could have helped the dropped phone mm-hmm. yep oh and one more thing <laughs> oh remember you're holding it wrong was that the four when the four came out and people were like uh, because, the death because, grip. yeah it was a death grip and, and he's like, <laughs> like you're holding it wrong <laughs> How am I supposed to hold it? Hold it with your dick. And how how are you going to... I'm sorry, but... Okay. The, I watch... It just... It's going it, to... 
it's going to be hard. You have to turn your wrist and, and do something every time you get to do something. That okay. is more complicated than just pulling out your phone and doing the normal stuff. It actually takes more effort to twist it into place and do stuff. And to and pull the phone out of your pocket you when you're pull, sitting in you gotta, your car you gotta play with, with the seatbelt on? you got to play with the crown while you have your arm like this. And you had to do that constantly. And then you're just going to get sore. I guess you could put it like this, and then you could do that, but then it's not going to look good at all. Um, and then, of course, if you're lefty, you're fucked. I'm a lefty. I always wear my watch on my left hand. So Most lefties like it on this one, right? On the right hand. Why? I don't know. I don't fuck lefties. You guys I, are fucked up. No, I, I just think that's a conspiracy by the watchmakers to make... Yeah, put it over here. Why? What, what? What's the advantage for it not being on your left wrist if you're left-handed? You can write while you're looking at your watch or something because it, mm. it's an offhand. So it's not okay. As... Maybe that's it. Because. Because. Because there's so many times you need to look at your watch and to be writing at the exact same moment. Do you know anybody who wears a watch anymore? I mean, regularly. I stopped wearing one when it kept getting in the way with keyboards and stuff it's, like that. It's, it's a pretty rare thing. I mean, it, it's it's now status symbol as opposed to a, a useful device. Well, that's good thing Apple's making one then, huh? <laughs> Seriously. Not... I'm serious, right? I mean, Apple devices are status symbols. Yeah, but the status symbol is the $6,000 Rolex. is not a $300 Apple watch. Well, the, the, the edition version is going to be... Expensive. It's gonna be probably like in the six or seven hundred dollars. I thought it was gonna be like two thousand three hundred dollars, like that. Really? I think so. Because of the gold. Yeah. I guess it's possible, but still, if it's just like every other phone except for it has gold around it, I don't know. I mean, like at least a Rolex, you're getting like handcrafted engineering and shit like that, or at least that's the idea, right? <laughs> I you guess. get a little bit of Johnny Ive in every edition. I'm sure he does come on every single one of them. <laughs> Before they put the face on. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Not ready yet. Okay, like he just goes down to China. It's like, you know. All right. Do this in the cup and then get, you know, separate this out into just individual molecules. Just put one molecule. No, no, no. Just one, one spermatosa is, in every single. Dude, no, that's not how it works. He's yeah. prolific. He's like, I can get eight watches with this blow. Watch this. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Eight watches right there. I don't know. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to eat a lot of food and stuff to get the energy. You know, maybe there's a masturbation machine that Foxconn makes. <laughs> Dude, what if? There. What if? Here's the problem, right? You're told it's Johnny Ive's sperm, but what if it's just some guys in China, some worker in China's sperm? And you know, they're telling you Johnny Ive's and everyone, <laughs> but really, no, it's 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 Zhao Dan on, on the line. Same difference, I suppose. <laughs> okay, we got goofy enough. We will talk to you later.